There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's fucking delightful. Fucking delightful. Fucking good combination playing. Sliding balls into space. Good. Excellent. You have them on the fucking ball. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Rotor Report. Clear Ratings podcast. You join us after yet another Sunderland win. These are just getting better and better, these pods are. And I'm uh, mm-hmm. joined by a very happy-looking Chris Wynn. Another three points. Looking good, mate. Yeah, grand. And uh, on this great day, St Paddy's Day, I'm joined by Rotor Reports Irish correspondent, Mike Dunn. <laughs> Mike, how are you doing? I'm all good, Gav. Yeah, slightly hungover today. Just telling you off air. I had a rake of Guinness last night, but uh, that win's put me in better form now, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, and I have a few cans watching it, like. No, you're no, having a quiet it's too one. many last night. Yeah, yeah. Like like Chris said off air, it's probably the quietest in Paris to ever. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of which, yeah, Sunderland at least gave you something to do tonight, and uh, we won again. We had Accrington. It was difficult at first. I, it, yeah, I mean, the first hour or so of the game, I thought we were the better team, but I was starting to get a bit nippy there, sort of worrying we weren't going to score. And um, a great change at half time by Lee Johnson, bringing in on Ross Stewart. Came very close just before his goal with a header that looped over the bar and then scored a great goal. It was Quinn-esque, wasn't it, Chris? It's like watching Big Quinny again. It was. He's massive, isn't he? Oh, was, huge, yeah. freakishly big. He looked. So Char- big. He made Charlie White and look quite small Looks and diminutive. Small. <laughs> yeah. There was a bit. There was a time when him and Charlie White were walking back next to each other, and Charlie White was like, you know, leaning <laughs> and look, look right up at him. I was like, bloody hell! But. Uh, I mean, he what thirty seconds after he came on, straight away, bump, you know, won a header, um, just beat Luke O'Nine, who was kind of trying to get on his shoulders or something to win the ball behind him. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, looks like a unit. He looks, I mean, defending mm-hmm. as well. So I, th- I think he's going to be useful. Yeah, yeah, and then the uh, the second goal, Mike came from obviously Charlie Wake. I, mm-hmm. I, I said on Twitter, I can't believe these League One defenses just let him have free headers every week. There's another free header, thing. wasn't it? I mean, yeah. great, great blocking again by O nine because it was a set piece. But it's just every week he's he's getting on the end of these crosses and scoring goals. I can't, I still can't get my head round it. I, he's got twenty seven goals this season. Like, imagine you said that at the start of the season that Charlie White will have twenty seven goals. It's just unbelievable, but it's brilliant. Like, I mean, again, he probably didn't play that well in the game itself. He started off all right, but he, if he keeps getting those headers, one or two a game, I'm not going to complain. And uh, credit to Max Power for the cross as well. It was a brilliant corner in for that goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, all round though, for me, I thought it was a good display because we had to dig in and and sort of, um, you know, I'll battle them in the end. You know, I think obviously our, our quality showed in the end. I thought Winchester was fantastic. I mean, he he was my he was my big plus from tonight. I just thought 
he he sort of picked up from where he left off in the last league game against Portsmouth. He was absolutely superb. Just did nothing wrong for me. Just passed the ball superbly. Very controlled and composed. I mean, what do you make of Winchester, Chris, tonight? Yeah, you've just summed it up there. Looks uh, neat and tidy, composed. I mean, the, the way I, I've kind of summed it up, you know, written it down as I was watching the game, it was kind of a bit of a, a Ledbetter type performance for him, but he was kind of a bit more mobile than Ledbetter. Mm. He kind of sat, kept the ball for us, didn't give it away. I think he got tired in the second half. He looked a bit knackered towards the end of the game. But yeah, I thought, I thought um, he kept us ticking over when actually it was a game when I thought we we didn't really put a foot on it like we should have. And Winchester was one of the few people who was trying to do that. The ball spent, uh, had too much time in the air. Um, and I think that was more down to the pitch. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was part of that. And I think you summed it up as well. It was It's one of those games where we were slightly off it, I think, in terms of our game. But, you know, bad pitch, tough place to go. Cold night during the week, you just get in, get three points and get back out again. Yeah, and it's a massive three points, Mike, isn't it? I mean, we've went up to third in the table now. Mm. We're really putting pressure on that top two because we just... we. I mean, I'm just looking at the form table now. We're top of the form table for the league. Second place are Burton. We're the only team to beat them, yeah. I think, in the, in the, recently. We we look unstoppable at the minute. I mean, we, we, we're, not even, we're not even particularly dominating games and battering teams. Mm. We're just winning. Like being yeah. very efficient, taking the couple of chances we get, keeping clean sheets. I mean, that's a, but it is. It's just such a huge three points, isn't it? Yeah, massive. And we're winning way games in different ways. You know, we're some days we're playing really swashbuckle and stuff. Games like tonight, where it's a shit pitch, uh, kind of a, a agricultural kind of performance from Accrington. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're just hitting long balls, and we're we're dealing with that as well. And on top of all the injuries we've had as well, which is amazing that we're playing so well. Um, but. I mean, it's a massive few weeks ahead. I think we've Hull, Peterborough, Lincoln on Saturday, obviously. And teams are faltering around us and we're just gaining that momentum, which is brilliant to see. And to be honest, I'm so confident that we're going to go up this season. I'm not even worried at, like, about the other teams. I'm just, if we keep doing what we're doing, I, I can't see anyone stopping us. We have a great defence with someone like Sanderson and then we have a striker like Charlie White who keeps scoring goals. I just think we, everything is just falling into place for us at the right time. Yeah, and we're getting, we're getting players back in as well, Chris, aren't we? Yeah. You're seeing there tonight... Ross Stewart, after almost two months, finally making his debut. We've got Jordan Jones to come back. We've got Denver Hume to come back. Bailey yeah. Wright to come back. I thought uh, Lee Johnson played a bit of a blinder tonight, actually, after Wembley. I mean, for those uh, few people out there who maybe uh, read the preview, I actually had this down as, you know, if it could have went either way. We could have kind of ridden the crest of a wave after Wembley. Uh, come into it mm-hmm. kind of you know a bit cocky and all this sort of stuff gone to Arkington and we could have easily kind of slipped up tonight and dropped at least a couple of points and actually Lee Johnson kind of shuffled his pack a little bit took a few of those players out who may be a bit knackered after playing on the kind of a big pitch at Wembley uh, or that seems like a big pitch at Wembley but it's draining and uh, maybe draining the celebrations as well uh, <laughs> Afterwards, so <laughs> mm. I mean, I think I think he shuffled yeah. it back well, and I think he's using the squad, and yeah, so it was it was a potential banana skin tonight, and uh, and we got three points. Mm. Okay, let's jump into the four word review. I've added a I've added another word in for people tonight. <laughs> Why not? Um, again, a ton of responses. So let's quickly flick through some. Joe Gorman says we are proper class. Uh, Gus says finally some good recruitment. I think he's obviously referring to Ross Stewart. There made a, made a good impression tonight. 
Uh, George Anderson says, how are the fucking lads? Ryan Smith says, back-to-back promotions. Oof. Uh, Leon Fryett says, we mm. are fucking class. Lee Samuel says, eyes on the prize, absolutely. Uh, Met E says, red and white army. Connor Park Dykes says, we can't stop winning. John Body says, getting our club back. Brilliant. Daly says, gunning for the title. Matt says, debut goal for Stewart. Davey Bartle says, we are going up. Jason Beatty says, Ross and Charles Connection. Joe says, Ross Stewart, lanky cunt. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cameron Johnson, fucking loving life, me. Uh, Evan Lloyd says, Ross Stewart plays volleyball. Nick says, January recruitment make an impact. Adam Hardy says, the championship is calling. Glenn Jammon says, Dion Sanderson, the goat. And we'll end on Alan Strand, who says, we can do this with a lucky shamrock next to it, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 everyone is, I think we're all believing now. I think, I think the Portsmouth, the Portsmouth win last week sort of, in my mind anyway, solidified us uh, as a real contender. You know, we totally dominated that game. We've won the cup on uh, on Sunday uh, fairly efficiently. Didn't p- particularly play well tonight. A tough opponent got another clean sheet. Um, mm-hmm. This is promotion form that we're seeing from Sunderland right now, and I wouldn't bet against us with the players we've got to come back. The form of our you know defense and our attackers. Just brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm, I, you know what? It's so refreshing as well, Chris, isn't it? To see the positivity from the fan base. Just everything is positive at the minute. There's nothing to complain about. But you know what it is? It's just you were just going on there, and it we're just like a machine at the minute, and that's that's the good yeah. thing about it. I mean, we're you know we've seen. I mean, I saw kind of promotions under Peter Reid where you know it was kind of all this kind of fantastic football and three four nil every week, and it's it's not it's not one of them. It doesn't matter how we play, we're just plucking out results and we're just, mm-hmm. if we need to grind them out, we're changing our game, we're grinding them out. And, uh, you know, if we get like a, you know, against Portsmouth, we start to play some nice stuff when we go ahead and, you know, we're doing the right things at the right time. And it just seems like, it seems like for the first time in a long time, we're being managed really well. And we've got somebody yeah. who's got us, who's got us organised and, the players know what they're doing, and hmm. and yeah, we, we, it's managing them to get results. When things aren't going well, you can see things being changed, whether it's formation or players or whatever. And the right yeah. decisions seem to be make, being made at the right time and giving the players half a chance. Okay, we'll jump into the player ratings. Mike, you can start off with Lee Burge. Quite late for the keeper. Yeah, I've barely very little written here from I said. There was a poor kick out earlier on. I think it fell to an Accrington player near our own box, but other than that. He had very little to do, uh, which is great. I mean, it's not not something to give out about. If your keeper's doing that much, it's great. Um, so another solid performance. And he, he seems to get more and more confident with games. Um, he, he seems composed. He's concentrating. He's kind of cut out those mistakes that maybe he was doing earlier on in the season. Um, and all in all, another great night for Lee Burge. I've given him a seven. Mm. Jake Vaughkins, Chris? Um, I thought he, uh, interesting one, Vulcans, because I thought he looked really nervous early on. And I thought, I, I don't know whether he was quite clever about it, because if you watched him early on, every time he got the ball, he played it really easy. Um, yeah. he, play, he played it like 10 yard passes. And I think what he did was he, he kind of thought, right, I'm going to do everything right to start with, even if it's just a 10 yard pass where I've got like a, a you know, a more complicated pass yeah, on. Feel his way in, feel his way in. Yeah, he just yeah. felt his way into the game. And as he made more of these simple passes, he just got better and better and into the game. And, and then he started making runs forward past McGeady, playing a couple of one twos with McGeady. And um yeah, and I thought and I thought he, he was quite clever about it and got himself into it. So um he got a seven for me in the end. 
Nice. Uh, yeah, pretty fair, I think. He's took a lot of stick from his early appearances. Matty said something on the podcast a few weeks ago, didn't he, about how um, he felt that McFadzian would get a run in the team up until the final, mm. and then we might see a bit more of Hawkins because he, obviously it was mm. pointless trying to keep him fit and then not being able to play him in that game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the shape suited him today. Some great running down the line. I actually think at nil nil he saved us when yeah, when yeah. we had a we had a corner and they broke one v one. He sprinted the length of the pitch to get across yeah. to the man. And if he hadn't have been there, I think the player would have probably went round Burge and scored. So and we've said this before, saves can be as important as yeah. goals. Certainly that little bit of that little bit of player there from Vokins um, was as good as a goal because we, we you know it was nil nil. So yeah, much better from him tonight. I'm glad to be able to say that because I want him to do well. Uh, Mike, you can take Luke O'Nine then. Not not as yeah, not, not as not as good really. Mm, I, I don't want to criticise him too much. Um, I wouldn't say he had a poor game, but wouldn't say he played particularly badly. Maybe the maybe the worst of the three. Yeah, I I think it was solid. I, he actually gave away a few silly fouls at times. I thought. Um, he kind of got caught out a couple of times, but again, Accrington were playing a lot of long balls, and I think early on he won a good few headers. He probably should have scored a header of his own at the other end at the the end of the first oh, half. Absolutely, it was yeah. a free header. He really had to probably. get that on target. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a it horrible was a miss. It was a sit out, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bad, bad miss. But um, I mean, I think he set the standard so high for himself over the last few weeks with his performances. It's no real surprise that there was going to be a little bit of drop. Um, I wouldn't say it was a bad performance. Probably just not as good as it was. And I, I've given him a six for tonight. Mm, yeah, I've, that's what I've given him too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dion Sanderson, Chris. I mean, what what can I say about Sanderson? That hasn't already been said. You know, the the fella just he just oozes class. Um, I just love everything about him. He just looks so. I mean, on that, how good did he look on the ball? In the yeah. even in the mud patch Brilliant. when he was in the middle of the pitch, he still looked comfortable yeah. on the ball. Like he he was sending Acton Stanley players the wrong way when he wasn't yeah. even touching the ball. Yeah. There was one instance nearly on our like on the goal line, just to the kind of right hand side of our goal in the six yard box, where I think he kind of played a little back heel, um, in in his own six yard box and got <laughs> us out of trouble. I I just think he's a class above this this division, and if he stays fit this season, um, he he could play a massive partners if we if we end up in that top two. I I've got him as an eight. I thought he he held the rest of them together at the back tonight. I thought he's brilliant. Yeah, couldn't disagree there. Conor McLaughlin, Mike. He, he, yeah, I thought I thought he played well. I I kind of forgot he was playing, but like not even in a bad way because <laughs> nothing seemed to be going down his wing. Like, or, um, yeah, solid, really solid. And I think that's the way McLaughlin is. He, he is, as I said before, he's a steady Eddie. He never really makes mistakes, but never does anything spectacular. Um, you can't really complain. He won, won a few challenges. He got forward with the ball well. Did he have a shot at the end of the first half? I think which started off the the save from Vokens. I think it was him. I'm not hundred percent, but. Yeah, it didn't really put a foot wrong. Um, I have him down as a six, solid again. Yeah, might be a little bit harsh, maybe a seven. Mm, kind of swaying yeah, between the two. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I give him a seven. I thought he was, I thought he was very good. Just did everything simple. He's a far better player under this manager than he was under the last one. Yeah, he's getting a run of games though, isn't he? When he, yeah. when he gets back, he was probably in and out before under Parkinson. Yeah, I think that's he's it. got more time game time under Johnson. One thing he did do, which I enjoyed, he, he played that little flick, which. Diamond was stuck. You sort of seen Diamond starting a run, and he flicked it round the corner to Diamond, and Diamond ran onto it and carried it into the box. And had a, I think he had a shot which the keeper saved, um, yeah. and that was all through. Really, obviously Diamond's run, but McLaughlin's little flick as well. You know, he, he has got some quality when he wants to show it. I think he just 
I think he prefers to just, you know, play it play it nice and steady, which isn't a bad thing when we're keeping clean sheets. Gooch, Chris, he's yours. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a, a mixed bag. I thought at times he looked uh, he looked much better than he did at the weekend because I know I know he took all the kind of plaudits to the mm-hmm. weekend for scoring, but actually at Wembley I thought Gooch is generally awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. tonight at times he looked he looked much better. He kind of faded in and out when he popped up with the ball. He actually did okay with it. He took the players on a couple of times to the byline, got a couple of decent crosses in, had a decent shot in the first half. I just went over the bar. Um, I thought when he first hit it, it was going right in the top corner. So a bit of a mixed bag, but um, I think on, on the whole, he was one of our more dangerous players. And I thought if something was going to happen, it might have come from Gooch. So I, I had him as a seven. I thought he, I thought he was all right tonight. Yeah, got the assist for the uh, first goal as well. Let's not forget. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, de- decent enough. Decent. I thought he was. Much, I think he was probably better in the first half. Um, what What I liked about him was he was taking shots on. He put that cracking cross in for the header or nine missed as well. Mm, yeah, I think right wing back's probably his best position. If I'm honest, Jimmy wasn't as high on him on the site. He gave him a six. Um, said he thought he played inconsistent. I would. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I think probably second half he wasn't as good as he was in the first half. Even though he got an assist, but yeah, I think I think your score's probably fair there. Uh, Max Power then, Mike. He was. He, do you know? What I'll I'll say before you give us this one. I didn't actually have anything written down for Power other than uh, other than when he got the assist. He he got the assist for the second <laughs> goal. I think it's all about all he did. He was sort of quiet tonight. Do you know what happened? I'm saying as you. First half, I hit a blank pace. Uh, paid for Max Power. I didn't know what to write, and then I was trying to think of words just to put in to have something to, <laughs> to say about him. But uh, I have to say, I thought second half he was really good. Um, I think he was quiet first half, but I think he was popping up all over the pitch in the second half. He was linking play. He was getting challenges in. He was really vocal, which I think is, is a really important uh, attribute that he has. Um, I think he had a, a, a really good second half, a kind of captain's role. He he drove us on and he got the cross. He put the cross in for Wyke's goal as well. I was actually really impressed with him, uh, second half especially, but um, I have him down as a seven. Yeah, that's fair. Like I say, the, the cross was superb. Yeah, the, the, I think half the problem was Winchester. Winchester isn't kind of you know all over the pitch like Scowen. so they yeah. bo- they both kind of sat in next to each other, and and Winchester yeah. had more of the ball and power. Just kind of yeah, yeah. he ended up putting a few tackles in, but didn't get the ball yeah. as much as Winchester. So kind of got lost. And you said Winchester tired second half. I think Power came more yeah. prominent then as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and it, and it helped when Scowen came on as well because you, you he sort of filled in with more in, energy, like Chris says that. Yeah. That sort of job nobody was really taking on. He mm. uh, he filled in, but uh, yeah, decent enough game from Max Power. I think I think generally speaking, he's been one of our better players in the last month or so. And that he, he seems to just be swapping between right back and centre mid uh, seamlessly, you know. And I, I was a big critic of his earlier in the season. Um, you can't say he's not he's not putting important performances in. I mean, you, like I say, even though I didn't have a lot written down for him, he still got an assist. He took a corner. He never takes corners, but McGeady was off mm. the park. So he he went over and took the corner and it was a great corner. So can't we can't complain. Um, Carl Winchester then. Uh, I think this is Mike, isn't Chris. it? Or is it Chris? It's Chris, I think. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah you go on. You you can have Winchester since since we uh we all agreed he had a good game. Yeah, well, well, talked about him a bit earlier. So um, yeah, neat and tidy. Um, kept things ticking over. Um. Maybe could have, like I said, I don't think in general the team put a foot on the ball enough. Um, like I said, maybe that was down to the pitch. But yeah, he kind of filled that lead bit of role quite nicely. So um, I had him as an eight at one point. I thought, oh, he's really flying here and he's kind of really kind of putting in one of the shifts of the of the night for the team. And then 
kind of the longer the game went on, he seemed to just fade uh, from the game. I think he got tired. He hasn't played all that much football recently. So um, in the, he ended up with a seven for me. Uh, good performance, but kind of faded as the game went on. I think I think I just play a special focus on Winchester because I thought he played that well. So everything he did, I enjoyed. Um, so I give him a nine. Yeah. I've, I'm absolutely oh. raving about him the night. Just and mm. I, I can see what you mean. He did fade as the game went on, but even it was the. I, I don't know whether you because we're in League One, we just aren't used to seeing players, centre midfield players in particular, with time on the ball. And Winchester, mm. he, do, like, he doesn't actually. He did play a few good first time passes today, which I would say were like you know decent standard. But um, it's the simple stuff he does. It's the first time five yard passes. It's the 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 little Cruyff turns to to release the ball to a fullback. It's you know it's the simple things he does. I think I think he's got quality that you don't often see from players at this mm. level. And mm. it's the time on the ball thing for me with Winchester in particular. He seems to just have all the time in the world when he's got it. I mean, I've seen a couple of people now compare him to, to Jan Kirchhoff. <laughs> obviously, obviously, there's levels, steady, there's steady levels, on. and Kirchhoff was a very good player in the Premier League. But I can see the comparison. I mean, similar types of midfield players in the way that they play. You know, he doesn't really sprint around the pitch like an idiot. He gets the ball in pockets of space and has lots of time. Um, I can, cer- I can certainly see why people are maybe comp- comparing them, even though there's obviously levels to this game. But yeah, um, Winchester just impressed again, and I'm I'm glad that he's finally turned up. I mean. I said on Twitter that maybe as fans we're all guilty of this where your team signs a player and if they aren't hitting the ground running within three weeks, you sort of turn off from them a little bit and you aren't sure what you... You're not really sure, you know, well, why have we signed this guy, especially when he's come from a League Two side. Um, but I think the, the, the time he's had to bed in has been useful and Johnson deserves credit for not throwing him in at the deep end either. You know, he's been here nearly, what, two months and we're finally starting to see he looks comfortable, he looks in the groove, you know, he he, he looks, he doesn't look out of place at all actually and um, again, we've just said this earlier about players coming to the fore later in the season from injury and stuff, Winchester's going to be one of the, like a, like a new signing because we haven't really seen much of him in those first two months, he's coming to the team now seamlessly really and it takes the pressure off Ledbetter who's clearly injured, you know. Mm. So yeah, I'm very happy with Winchester tonight. Jack Diamond, Mike. Yeah, um, I mean, I was really hopeful that Diamond would come into the team and make an impact after a, a good cameo on Sunday. Uh, but to be honest, he was completely off the off the pace tonight. Um, I think he had one decent chance around the twenty fifth minute on his left foot. He made the keep, made the keeper made a save. Uh, but I think it was one of his only contributions in the first half. And I think there was a three or four minute spell there where he made three or four really bad decisions. Uh, lost the ball. Uh, didn't give it to, give it into the box. He took the wrong wrong choices. Um, and I wasn't surprised to see him taken off at half time. To be honest, and it was quite disappointing because I I kind of I'm always wanting Jack Diamond to kick on and maybe have a regular spot in the team. But with the form of Jones and McGeady, he's been kind of you know cut adrift into the bench more so at the moment. So yeah, I have Jack Diamond as a five for tonight. I thought it was really disappointing, and as I said, I wasn't surprised to see him taken off at half time. No, I I think you're probably right there. One criticism people have of Diamond is the lack of an end product. And yeah. I do like him. I, I really do like him. I think he's going to get better and better. And starting games in League One will improve him. You know, he shouldn't get disheartened by coming off at half time. I think I think the uh, the the end result shows that it was the right decision to make that choice Definitely. from the manager. It's good management, really, as you know, sort of sense that a young player sort of dipping in and out of the game 
and might be worth bringing them off and making the change. Diamond will be fine. I don't think you should worry yeah. too much about about what happened tonight. I mean, he's going to have off days. Um, and I think he was unlucky not to score in the first half as well. Um, if, yeah, you know, to chance. give him a little bit of praise. One thing I do like about him is he isn't scared to run at players and commit them. And you know, it would be nice to see him win a few more free kicks, maybe from those situations, um, and be a bit more clever with his passing. But ultimately, yeah, just wasn't his night tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, it's your turn for uh, Charlie Wyke. Charles had a, a a bit of a funny game, didn't he? he got nothing off the referee, but uh, glad to see him get another goal. Yeah, Charlie Wyke, um, a bit of a another mixed bag, really. Um, I thought uh, I thought first half, I just thought the ball just didn't stick to him enough. I felt a bit sorry for him at the same time as well because I don't think he was given much of a chance by some of the balls that were played up to him. I thought we we played it too long. He looked isolated uh at times there wasn't a Sunderland player within 20 yards of him uh when the ball was played up to him and he was kind of fighting to lose a battle up front so I felt felt a bit sorry for him but um I don't think there was the the kind of the closing down that he's had uh, in in the last few games I don't know whether he maybe looks a bit tired you know against Portsmouth he was really kind of battling for the ball and he wouldn't give anything up and you really saw kind of he was um he was kind of in that zone where he, he just wouldn't stop running. And uh, tonight, I, he just looked a little bit leggy again. But he got the goal, so I've, I've got him down as a seven because he, he grabbed another one and you can't really knock a striker if he if he keeps scoring. No. Yeah, I, I give him an eight, but um, I think a little bit of that was tinged with the fact that I just felt he did a lot of good things that would have normally led to sort of free kicks and fouls and things. And the ref just gave him nothing. I mean, every time he got fouled, the ref the ref either ignored it or gave a give a free kick the other way. But you're right, he fed off scraps in the main. Really, it was difficult for him. But he's shown this season he's a he's a bit of a poacher and he's you know getting goals out of nothing. I mean, he he's perfecting that run that late run into the box to get on the end of set pieces. Um, another goal. I think Mike said twenty seven for the season. You would you would tip him to go beyond thirty at this rate because he's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's becoming it's becoming ridiculous. Teams just don't know how to deal with him when he's in that six yard box. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, fair, fair play. Like I say, Charlie White did his job, which was put the ball in the back of the net. Really took the pressure off. To be fair, that that goal because um, Accrington would have definitely come at us a bit more, and it allowed it allowed Johnson to make a couple of subs, didn't it, and sort of slow the game down and and just sort of played into our hands. So and that's his job in the team. That's his job to to score the goals. So yeah. Um, and last but not least is Aidan McGeady, Mike. Yeah, uh, I thought he was quite quiet tonight. I think we we struggled to get him into the game. Uh, he was quite anonymous in the first half. Uh, he he put a the good cross in for the own goal that the Charles nearly put into his own net. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the first half, but he did improve a little bit in the second half. I thought before he did that silly kicking the ball away and getting the yellow card. I think that was more just his frustration with himself nearly of how he was playing than anything yeah. else. To be honest, mm. um, he he just nothing was going right for him today. He a lot of his I was only taught I was doing an article last week for the Irish Post about um how his crosses improved immeasurably and he's he's not <laughs> the first man anymore and then today he hits the first man about four or five times so um that's the commentator <laughs> commentator's curse there but no I think it was an off night for McGeady and I think actually it was the right decision to take him off at that time because I think he just was having one of those nights as well kind of similar to Jack Diamond um, and yeah. so I have McGeady down as a six just slightly better than maybe Diamond was I wondered Michael how long it would take for you to bring the Irish post <laughs> Yeah, I had to get that one in. Yeah, I thought I thought McGeady tonight was um yeah, he wasn't he wasn't his best, was he? Uh, I'm I'm him down slightly for just for that stupid yellow card. And then he came off 
what ten minutes after that. Um, mm. But what I think first half though he was still our most likely source of a of a goal in that first half. You know, every time what I love about McGeady, especially at this level, is he goes one v one with a fullback, and he makes him look silly every time. You know, mm. he, he takes them on and they can't they don't know what to do with them. Um, but yeah, final ball wasn't as good. Uh, into the subs then. I'll do the subs since I haven't done any ratings tonight. Uh, Ross Stewart, I've given an eight to just a perfect debut for me. Came on, did his job, totally changed up the game in our favour. Um, just gave them problems because of the sheer size of him, and uh, took his goal really well. It was a prop, like I said at the top of the top of the show, it was a proper Quinny style. Loop and header over the goalkeeper. Keeper was shocking. Oh, the keeper out there. Keeper that was yeah. awful. <laughs> How, but I just I haven't seen headers like that since probably yeah, when yeah. he was. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe it's the height thing that I'm comparing them on. But yeah, it was a good goal ultimately. I mean, like say the keeper probably should have done better, but still, uh, you know, got the header on target and came close not long before that. Um, but I thought his his overall work rate was was great. That's the one thing we were told by Ross County fans was that he just gives everything. You know, runs runs all over the place, um, holds the ball up well. You know, does does his bit for the team, and that's really ultimately what he needed to come on and do was to to you know shore us up at the top top end of the pitch. So yeah, I've give Ross Stewart an eight, maybe maybe a bit kind. I don't know. I think he just you know, considering his impact on the game, he deserves a high mark. Uh, Josh Scowen, I gave a seven to. I was actually really impressed with Josh Scowen, Mike. I don't know about you, but um, yeah. he he for me when he came on just added something a bit different late in the game we were under a bit of pressure from a corner and he ran the length of the pitch and won yeah. us a corner with the ball nice to see him come on wasn't it and do something yeah well, you brought you brought energy into the team maybe that was lacking I suppose with the other lads on the pitch at that stage and as you said we the lads were probably getting a little bit tired especially after Sunday as well um, and that's what Scowen's good at he does have that energy and he, he got us forward up the pitch at times when we needed it yeah absolutely I'd be, I was impressed enough with him tonight now yeah, yeah. Well. and uh, I haven't given any marks to the other three subs that weren't on long enough really to do anything Ledbetter came on and passed it around a little bit I mean he didn't really do much Maguire and McFadgen yeah, came minutes, on wasn't it? Yeah. yeah Maguire and McFadgen came on sort of last three four minutes of normal time after the goal and yeah I mean we'd, we'd won the game by that point so it was difficult for them to really impact upon it uh, man the match I've given to ooh I haven't actually <laughs> wrote anything down Winchester I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Winchester yeah. yeah after after what I said earlier I think he was my favourite player in the game tonight did everything right uh, closely followed probably by Ross Stewart just for the impact he had on the game uh, what about you Chris? Uh, I've got Dion Sanderson I thought uh, well, I thought yeah. I mean if you think in that first half I mean they, they didn't kind of threaten us a lot but I mean you could argue they had the best couple of chances in the second half and uh I just thought Sanderson kind of held us together when we had a bit of a wobble, and and yeah, I've got Sanderson. Hmm. What about you, Mike? Yeah, Sanderson again, calmness personified. As Chris was talking about there, he's just he's just so good on the ball. He brings the ball into midfield. He won all his individual battles, and I mean, Akron's have a striker who scores, I think, sixteen league goals this season. You wouldn't have thought that tonight, based on no. um, based on his performance tonight, Charles. But uh, Sanderson's on, he's outstanding at this level. Like he doesn't make any mistakes, and you, you just. Such a such an asset for us this season. Now I have to say, yeah, man of yeah. the match again. Fair play, fair play. I can't, I can't disagree. Really, I, I think it was only me who really thought Winchester was the best player on the park. I just think you love it? Winchester, don't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> cream myself over him the night outstanding. Yeah. Um, let's rate the manager then. Lee Johnson, I've given him a ten. I just thought his game management was brilliant tonight. You can't do anything wrong. I mean, you, the, the team mm. selection was bold. He made five changes. 
we were clearly lacking on Sunday a bit of energy and he that was the reason he made so many changes. And to be fair, although the first half was scrappy, yeah, we played at a high tempo, you know. So it it obviously had an, an impact. Mm-hmm. Then at half time, he made a big, bold decision in bringing on Stewart for his debut, who changed the game for us. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his game management towards the end and bringing a couple of subs on that he wouldn't normally make. He wouldn't normally take White off. Um, bringing on a left back for a left back. He doesn't normally do that like for like thing, does he, with, with defenders? But yeah, just great tonight. So I've given him a 10, uh, another clean sheet, another three points. He's got us. Got us roaring. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I've got. I mean, yeah, I, I said earlier I thought he managed us through it, but um, just one, one. I mean, I give him a nine just purely because I thought I know we needed. A, I think in the first half we maybe needed a little bit of luck to to kind of to get through it, just because they had the. I think they had the best two chances of the half. We only had the all nine header really as a as a clear cut chance. They had that one on one. And they had a header similar to what 09 had, kind of close range, should have scored. Yeah. And without that bit of luck, I mean, it could have been a completely different game. And I just think we weren't on it from the start. He reacted to that brilliantly. But um, I thought we kind of maybe got away with it a little bit in the first half, even though we were the better team. OK, fair play, fair play. So I'm just looking ahead now. We've got Lincoln on Saturday, who are right up there with us, but aren't in great form. That's just a massive game coming up. And the lads will be back to to preview that, obviously. But looking around League One as well, I mean, I'll, I'll ask you this, Mike: Are we are we really worrying about the teams below us now? Is it sort of a case of? I know we shouldn't concentrate too much on other teams, but I'm sort of looking at the fixtures coming up at the weekend, and I'm only really bothered about Peter Brown Hull. Um, I know yeah. obviously we're playing Lincoln, and Lincoln can go back above us if they beat us, but. Yeah, we're sort of at that stage now, aren't we? Where we're just breathing down their necks, and we re- need to keep the pressure up and hope they drop some points. I, I'm the same as you. I think it's three-horse race now uh, between us, Hull and Peterborough. I mean, I, as I said earlier on, I'm just not worried about anyone else at the moment. I just think we're playing so well. I think whoever we come up against, I think we, we have the the beating of them every week at the moment, just the way we're playing. Um, but I mean, it's going to be a defining couple of weeks now. I think we've obviously Lincoln Saturday and then is it Peterborough on the 4th of April, which is only a couple of weeks away as well. Yeah, and, and Oxford, who are, who are yeah, one of the form teams as well. Okay. Yeah, so I mean... I mean, I I do back us in every game we week uh we go up against, but I just think over the next few weeks you really are going to see, um, if we're title challengers or if we're just playoff challengers. But, uh, certainly the way we're playing, I, I back us to go the whole way. Yeah, I'm saying it now. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. with the weekend, Gav. I mean, if you put it this way, yeah, there might be kind of fourth and you know right below us in the league, but we're at home against the side that's won one in the last five. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you put it like that, I mean, on the form we're in at home. You fancy our chances. And we've a good record against Lincoln as well anyway. I think we've beaten them the last three times we've played them. Mm. And we beat them well as well. So no fear. Absolutely no fear. No, nah, we can't. Not the way we're playing. Like I said, we're, no. we're, we're fairly relentless at the minute. And Chris yeah. said we're a bit of a machine and that's, that's yeah, spot on. You know, we, we don't look like anybody's going to stop us. And I don't want to be made to eat my words, but um, I think sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes as Sunderland fans we're reluctant to get carried away. I think now we 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 should be you know if we if we feel like we should get carried away then do it because mm. doesn't the play, often. that 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 <laughs> well that that confidence will it's projecting on the players at the minute and it's projecting back off them to us. You know they're confident, mm. we're confident. Why not sing from the rooftops that we're going to get promoted? I mean we we'll, we we'll keep picking up results like this. I mean Aberdeen are no mugs. I know they haven't been in great form. They have dropped down the table so rather dramatically. But at one stage, they were they were really challenging up there, and they've they've picked up some big results this season. And I don't actually think tonight they were they played that badly. You know, 
had they taken some of their chances, then it could have been a different game. But we're relentless at the minute. We're picking up wins and clean sheets like like they're nothing. I mean, four four league wins on the bounce now. I, I fancy us against anybody at the minute, and it, mm. I, I I just wish we were playing Peterborough and or Hull at the weekend and not <laughs> a team below us. That's how confident I am in their ability at the minute. We're not we're not battering teams, but teams are really struggling against us. That's the main thing. So yeah, I, I'm I'm more than confident we'll get promoted playing this way. And I don't like I say I might be made to eat me words. But as a Sunderland fan, we don't often get to feel like this, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sticking my neck on the line, saying we're going to friggin' do it. Why not? Why not? I mean, if we, if we're not Come confident on. now, exactly. If we're not confident <laughs> in the players, then they're not going to be confident in themselves. They need the fans mm. to start shouting for themselves a bit more. You know, it, mm. people should not be afraid to put themselves out there and say we're going to do it because that this is how it felt under Roy Keane when we went on that run towards the, the title. It's the exact same feeling I've got now, and and if we're not going to go up this season, then we'll never bloody well because, um, this is the best squad we've had, and we're in a great position, and we've got good players coming back, and we've got momentum, and just everything's working in our favour right now. So f- yeah, f- we're getting promoted. I, I said it. In the, I said it in the last couple of podcasts, and if anybody wants to play this clip back, was when we don't get promoted, then feel free. I'll I'll eat me words. <laughs> well, Gav, Gav, I've said it before, but you said we'd win the. Uh... Papa John's in August, so I'll I did. I'll I'll take that. Yeah, and I haven't tired of reminding people that I said that. I, I said in August there'll be no fans there and we'll finally win at Wembley and we did it. I mean I don't get much right, like I wouldn't start taking tips off us or anything. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Any best for Chatham tomorrow now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us. We'll be back with the ratings at the weekend. And uh, yeah, let's just hope this one keeps going. Thanks. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.